りつける重たいさダメの石にまるで押しつぶされてどこにも逃げられない Alright, welcome everyone to Joe Start All Stars, a podcast by four Mamoni nerds. For all of you Mamoni nerds out there, as always, I'm Joey. I'm Grant. I'm Tim. And I'm Victor. And today we're here to talk to you about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Golden Wind Episode 16 The Grateful Dead Part 2. See, the、we、secret will... is the rest of these guys are Mamonis, and I'm raising one. <laughs> 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 uh, we talk about we do a little JoJo's sort of about the JoJo's. I I almost made it, Victor. I had it. <laughs> you interrupted me. Yes. God damn it. <laughs> Gotti. JoJo's bizarre adventure. Watch along podcast. We watch each and every episode and just really suck its dick. Man, yeah. <laughs> it's Victor Robbing, massive member. <laughs> Victor and I lost money on this one. Victor was betting on shredded ham nerds. I was pres- I was betting on prosciutto jam nerds. <laughs> no, but we we got to talk about the the mamoni is the best part because he's a mamoni no more. Yeah, prosciutto's the mamoni now. <laughs> God, this is the thrilling three part three to. Best fucking sand fight this season. <laughs> God, it's so good. It's so good. Let's just get into it because we start with fighting gold. Always excellent. And <laughs> just <laughs> the train opens up with that poor conductor. We thought he was already dead. Like, <laughs> Pesci had already ruined this guy's life. <laughs> If he's not、yeah. dead at this point. <laughs> Well, I, he, he wasn't dead、surprised. from what Pesci did to him because you can see that he's aged from Grateful Dead. So. No, <laughs> no. I'm surprised this, this man was still alive. <laughs> he falls out and is just splattered、oh. against one of these rail things. Oh, it's brutal. And、oh. we, get, well, like, we, we get to check this off our list fight on a train. Fight in a train. Yeah. <laughs> I, honestly. I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet. Yeah, you're right. And we've、right. had airplanes, we've had boats. This is our first train. Thank God Joseph Joestar isn't here. <laughs> Crash the train. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how, but you managed to、oh, crash the p r o b l e Probably find a way to sink it. <laughs> I'm just imagining someone scratching their head looking at a train in the ocean. There's no train tracks, just the train. How? We're going、oh. off road in this baby. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Anyways, um, the, 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 the. Yeah, so Prosciutto is like, hey, stop the goddamn train. And Pesci, not being a train conductor, doesn't know how to do this. <laughs> he looks at this switchboard and he's just like, what the fuck? I don't know how to do this. Because Bruno is grabbed onto Prosciutto, who has managed to catch the edge, but it's zipping back up. <laughs> yes.、Yep. And, and, like, the, the zipper closes up and disappears, and they go flying off the train. So let's be real here. Bruno's plan was I'm going to die and I'm going to take this motherfucker with me. Absolutely.、Yes. There was、yes. no survival in Bruno's plan. Yep. Nope. He was willing to die for this because it would save his crew and do the job. Pesci, being the Mamoni that he fucking is. <laughs> no, like, Pesci's a fucking ace here as he whips out Beach Boys and manages to bullseye Prosciutto's hand through the fucking train. I think he makes the right call here. I think so too. 
because he kind of needs Grateful Dead in order to keep everybody else in check. Otherwise, the rest of the stand users are going to fuck him up. If Fugo gains consciousness, Pesci is dead. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, just but if everyone Fu- is dead. If but Fugo if Fugo never gets up, then the world is a better place. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> so oh. he, he k- catches a hook into his bro. Um, and it's just, you have, uh, like, uh, prosciutto hanging by this fish hook and Bucciarati just clinging on for dear life. First of all, ow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Second of all, Jesus. No, no, no. <laughs> just Jesus. I hate this part. <laughs> the You're... animation on this is so fucking good. Them falling off, the way Pesci does his wind up. Ugh. Just the the hooks just sailing through the fucking uh, walls of the train, and uh, at at one point, uh, Prosciutto kicks Bucciarati off, and he sticky fingers and grabs onto the leg. Mm. I love what happens next. Uh, Bucciarati pulls out sticky fingers to punch at uh, Prosciutto, misses, but did he miss? He actually hits the fishing wire. And it un and it sends his power down the fishing wire into prosciutto, unzipping his hand and letting the string go free. At which point he grabs onto the uh, the fishing line and it snakes into his hand and he gets pulled up while prosciutto f- like drops off the uh, train. Oh, back in it. Oh, just a bloody mess. Oh, yep. boy. He, that man is dead. So good. This is such a good fucking scene. <laughs> it's so it's cool. fair. It follows all of the rules. Both the characters are doing fun things the entire time. We're just like, I was wrong about you, Bukarati. You are a good capo. You have what it takes. But you just got unlucky here as Bruno turns the fucking tables. <laughs> God. Bukarati. <laughs> Prashuna's like, correctly, like, maybe I got unlucky. How the fuck is Mista still alive? Yeah, Yeah, because the the number six sex bullet has given Bruno all of the info that he needs to fucking win this part. Yeah. Mm. It's so good. It is very good. (sighs) Um, I I really like um, Pesci realizing something is up he, he can feel the weight difference he can sense that the hook is in the wrong hand I, this is a he has that power. much deft control over his like sensing with his uh, fishing bowl i guess it's really interesting so he's like oh no my big my bro i don't have my bro here he says Wait, bro also seems a little heavier. And I'm like, wait, really? We we think that Bruno's heavy? And, like, Acacia said this out loud, right? He's like, I, I would have thought that Prosciutto would have the heavier one. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Bucciarati is thicker than a bolo, man. <laughs> Bucciarati is so heavy because he carries the entire fucking team on his back. <laughs> The weight of responsibility. Look, he's got. He has to have them child rearing hips. <laughs> I, and I, I grant. I also like how Pesci does this because it's never really consistent, or you never really get what he's sensing or how. But it always feels like it, it doesn't feel like nonsense. Like a lot of Iraqis nonsense is you know it's nice <laughs> to see him confident in the things that he's doing like he's usually a mamone but when he's sensing things and using his power he's very confident in it yeah. and i really appreciate but, that about this boy and th- this is it we see him become perfect pesci here in a moment <laughs> <Perfect> <laughs> <Pesci>. because <laughs> the there's androids. a there's a fucking passenger here who is de-aged, and he's like, what the fuck is happening? Somebody stop the train. I think there's something terrible, like a sickness has ravaged the like the train or something like that. Yeah. And Pesci is just screaming, you know, like... Yeah, as you do. He's uh, freaking and he, out. And he's just like, what the fuck, dude? Stop the... Tra- like, go into the cab. Tell the driver to stop the train. What are you doing? <laughs> and, and then he, like, tries to push past Pesci to stop it himself. And 
goes from goes from thirty to hundred real quick here. Yeah. Real <laughs> fast. Ark of the Covenants. Right in front of them. Makes no sense. And then Petrani's like, wait, wait a second, and looks back on the tr- uh, down the tracks, and he sees just blood spraying from under the train. And he sees uh, a prosciutto just hanging on somehow. He just got train. caught, uh, like he bounced or into like a alcove near the train wheels, and just caught himself there. And he's fucked, man. Like I, I think oh, he's yeah. missing an arm, like his legs Bleeding going the wrong death. direction. His stand yeah. looks fucked at more yeah, fucked up somehow. His stand is fucked up too. Yeah, <laughs> he's clearly about to die, but he's hanging in here. And it's this resolved, is a fucking Joey. it's a fucking protagonist move here. This is why I like this so much <laughs> because he's hanging in there to give Pesci the chance he needs to finish this. Because once you've called out your stand, you don't stop until they're dead. <sighs> so good. <laughs> it's it's and, good. And Pesci is so touched. He's like, oh, my brother, it, it, my bro, he's on death's door, but he still has Grateful Dead out. He's he's just that committed to it. I get it now. Just your toe. I get it now. And then he <laughs> looks them, uh, over at like this passenger and just steps on the neck of this passenger, killing and him. And he tur- turns into Captain Dragon here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't he comes a p- he... complete Chad now. He loses his nose, though. Yeah, Keisha was very upset about this. It's like, did Rocky just forget? He loses his nose, but he gains a spine. <laughs> yeah. With just Victor. the way he, he looks up and his eyes roll back. Like, and he's yeah, like he full Captain pants. Dragon. I, I saw all these people doing, like, the Darkest Dungeon resolve past. <laughs> that was all over the subreddit. It was very good. But, Victor, I... Tell me about this turn for you. Did you th- ever think Pesci would get here? Uh, I didn't actually think it was going to be during this fight. I actually thought that uh, this was that the, the, we were not going to end both of these stand users in this sequence. Honestly, so, this would be a good character to bring back. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely thought we were going to see Pesci again later and maybe he would get here, but I did not think we were going to do it right the fuck now. <laughs> You know, that's a very good point. I didn't consider that when I watched it, but I still love what Araki fucking does here. <laughs> this is still an excellent use of this, because when he turns and now he's man he's no longer Mamoni, he is man Mamoni. <laughs> and he's ready to fuck Bukarati up. God, I just... I... I love the the, the the idiocy of it all, though. It's still kind of stupid for him to just step on this guy's neck and be like, ah, that's the first time I ever actually did somebody <laughs> You're in. You're part of an I assassin squad. <laughs> this Wasn't is the first murder. <laughs> Cold as ice. <laughs> Popped his murder cherry. This, that, that's why he's not aging, because he's cold as ice, Victor. Uh, no, I always figured it was because he's actually a vegetable and doesn't produce body heat. Uh, <laughs> God, and the voice actor, the way he just fucking does man moaning here instead of moaning, it's just such a fucking good job here. neck. <laughs> The shift in body language, too, is really satisfying. He looks like a fucking thug, and I love it. Did you watch this in the English dub? Oh, okay, let me me do it right now. In fact, how about you decide, audience? I don't just hear your words now. I feel them in the depths of my heart. No, No. you do it right now. I I, I was leaving a spot to cut it in. (laughs) (laughs) It's not as good. No. <laughs> the voice doesn't really change in the English one. Aww. I'm disappointed. That's sad. Cut. You heard it here first. Tubs over subs, baby. You heard it here first. <laughs> you mean subs Whatever. over dubs. <laughs> no, nobody cares. <laughs> nobody listens to this podcast. <laughs> All right. So, Victor. Man Moni here. Stand. Beach Boys. Isn't <laughs> I want to point out that you are calling this because we get to the fucking like stand splash. We are only eight and a half minutes into this episode. Yeah, wow. it goes very early because it's all one big thing from here on out. But 
You know what else is a big thing, Victor? So, I want to point out that in Japanese, uh, the way you say Beach Boy is the same way you would say Beach Boy, and that amuses me. Beach Boy. <laughs> Man, it really, like, works for yeah. him, too. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> way to go, Araki. <laughs> Knock it out of the fucking park. It's a band, right? <laughs> yeah, the, the, the Bitch Boys. The Bitch Boys. <laughs> Welcome to a, let's say, very narrow slice of a much bigger JoJo's Bizarre Western music reference that you all will never hear. This week's reference is The Beach Boys, one of the best-selling and most influential bands of all time. I'm sure you know the broad strokes of their story. They were incredibly popular through the early and mid-60s with an identifiable surf rock sound and dozens of radio hits. There were plenty of imitators that tried to capture a slice of the Beach Boys' magic, which was built on 50s rock and roll with their rich vocal harmonies and signature infusion of California youth culture. But nobody truly matched their longevity and critical acclaim. They were one of the few all-American acts to maintain a high level of success even after the British invasion started, and part of the reason for their continued relevance was their ability to experiment and innovate. That's what I want to focus on this week. I can't possibly give you an adequate rundown of every key part of their story, from Surfing USA all the way to Kokomo, so we're just going to talk about Pet Sounds, one of my favorite albums of all time, objectively one of the greatest and most influential albums ever made, and a critical turning point in the Beach Boys' career. Let's set our calendars to January of 1966. The Beach Boys' primary songwriter and de facto band leader, Brian Wilson, has just spent a full year off the road, letting the rest of the band tour without him. Brian wanted to focus on his songwriting, and the result was two albums in 1965 that, for the first time, featured none of the Beach Boys' hallmark topics. Cars, surfing, generic, shallow love songs. Instead, Brian had produced albums that featured more emotional and introspective lyrics, and he had begun experimenting with richer studio production that could not be replicated on stage. They capped the year with a third album at the request of their record company. It was a half hour of acoustic cover songs recorded as a loose studio jam session, including three Beatles songs. I mean, of course the band was paying attention to the Beatles. It was absolutely impossible not to at the time. And right after that third Beach Boys release, the Beatles put out Rubber Soul in December of 65, an album that I have covered for this show and I would describe as one of my favorite albums of all time, objectively one of the greatest and most influential albums ever made, and a critical turning point in the Beatles' career. And when Brian Wilson heard it, he was totally, perhaps overwhelmingly, inspired. There were just no filler tracks, he thought. It was a cohesive whole, like no LP he had ever heard, especially because he had gotten the US version, which cut the poppier tracks from the record to curate a more folk-rock-focused album. Reportedly, he told his wife right after listening to it that he was going to make the greatest album, the greatest rock album ever made. The result was Pet Sounds, an album full of compositions and lyrics that sounded truly unlike anything else in pop music at the time. The name of the record is a reference to the expansive number of instruments Brian would use in his arrangements, some of them wildly unconventional, his pet sounds. The record blended standard rock instruments with full classical orchestration and weird stuff like bike bells, bike horns, aluminum cans. And beyond just the arrangements, the compositions themselves were extremely innovative, with remarkably complex chord structures and percussion instruments being used for much more than just holding down the beat. It wasn't an instant success, especially in the United States where many people found it too challenging and weird. 
but it was much more successful in the UK, and the endorsements of some big names like John Lennon, who said that Brian Wilson was doing some very great things, and Eric Clapton, who said that Brian was, without doubt, a pop genius, helped the album grow in estimation over the months following its release. And just like Rubber Soul had helped inspire Pet Sounds, Pet Sounds would in turn inspire the Beatles to reach further, releasing another absolute all-timer of an album in Revolver later the same year. By the end of 1966, the record was so highly regarded that Pet Sounds and Revolver ended up splitting Melody Maker's Pop Album of the Year award. The success had a dark side, though, as Brian was increasingly suffering from paranoia and delusions at this time, and this plagued the recording sessions for their next album, which was going to be called Smile. There was also an increasing trend in the music press of referring to Brian Wilson as a genius, so much so that Brian Wilson is a genius has its own Wikipedia page. That label put immense pressure on him and ultimately contributed to him burning out completely as the Smile recordings exploded in ambition, scope, hype, and cost. It was just a confluence of too many negative factors. Pet Sounds had already been one of the costliest albums ever recorded. Contract disputes were ongoing. Brian's brother and bandmate Carl Wilson went to court and stayed there for years trying to dodge the draft. And in the end, the Smile Project was abandoned. Over the next several years, the Beach Boys' relevance evaporated as Brian gradually reduced his role in the band. The albums they did release weren't received well at all, and by the time they finally put out an album that critics could call a return to form, nobody fucking cared anymore, and it was the worst-selling album of their career. The last big piece of brilliance we got from the Beach Boys was Good Vibrations, the only song finished and released during the original Smile recording sessions. It was the most expensive single ever recorded at the time of its release, with Brian Wilson himself estimating that total costs were around a third of the whole Pet Sounds budget. But it's also an indisputable masterpiece, with the greatest two seconds of silence in any song ever, and it will take us back into the show. I want to take you down to Jojimo. <laughs> we'll get we'll there. take it fast. And then we'll take it slow. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I want to go. Down to Jojimo. 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 I want a vacation in Jojimo. I don't know if I want to go to a place called Jojimo. <laughs> no. Uh, so so you get you you get booked a vacation you think it's uh, to a nice tropical island and you get there and you realize it is Jojomo. what what's there what's at Jojomo? <laughs> first of all not an island landlocked <laughs> there's joseph joestar getting hammered and trying to avoid whatever anybody else is doing crash planes yeah okay mm-hmm. so Favorite it's a miracle we made it here at all we're, are we just in the Bermuda Triangle? <laughs> Probably, yeah, yeah. The, the landlocked section of the Bermuda Triangle? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I've never been there. There's 3,000 <laughs> subs that have all been sunk in the exact same spot. It's a submarine graveyard. <laughs> oh, it's it's like Plastic Beach, huh? Like it's, <laughs> it's, it's extra dimensional, Joey. Like they, Things get transported here. <laughs> Trains. Cars, whatever. <laughs> Automobiles. You don't, yeah. you don't yeah. find Jojimo, Jojimo finds you. <laughs> <laughs> We've not oh, made a vacation spot. We've made a purgatory. This is just Speak- a stand. Like <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's a standalone stand. God damn it. Oh, it's on it's the stand. The island's stand, obviously. <laughs> it's a roving stand that just comes and just like appears out of the mist. 
Oh, That's terrifying. So the so the name of the stand is Islands in the Stream, right? No, it's Kokomo. <laughs> no, that's the name of the island that has the stand. Okay, you're right. <laughs> the island has... You're right. The island is the stand user. <laughs> oh, but speaking of having to change transportation methods, the stand's name is Volcano. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I hope I get to do a Jimmy Buffett interstitial at some point. I know I'm not, but <laughs> yeah, that's just right up a Rocky's alley. <laughs> I am surprised it hasn't happened so far. Yeah, Margarita. <laughs> <laughs> what would that stand do? <laughs> You're drunk. It would get you drunk, and you would blow out your (laughs) flip-flop. Cut your heel, have to cruise on back home. I'm just just a a very dramatic JoJo villain. Snaps his fingers as their shoe falls off. (laughs) Nani! (laughs) I'm imagining a very super serious, like, part four stand, but its head's a margarita. (laughs) I mean, it's clearly a parrot man. Yeah, you're yes, right. Yes, his head has parrot. to be a parrot. <laughs> Ooh, the parrot is the stand user. If don't if if you are if you don't know what we're talking about, it's probably for the best. So, <laughs> yeah, if you don't know what we're talking about, then your parents probably aren't boomer enough. <laughs> man mode, man money, Pesh. Pesh-y here. The, the, this is just a fucking great A plus sand fight from here on out. It, it does it all. Uh, Boudreaux does exactly what I was thinking, which is to unzip your hand to get the the uh, the cable out of it. But he's too good. He's too good. <laughs> but this man is a professional angler, okay? Yeah, <laughs> yeah why because are you he's... a criminal? You could be, like, the ultimate fisherman. You could have your own <laughs> fucking TV show. <laughs> he deadliest snakes. Catch. He we snakes. could just call it Deadliest Catch. Yeah. He's the, the fishing assassin. <laughs> He snakes this uh, fishing line back into Bucciarati's uh, unzipped arm so deftly. I don't yeah. like this how the the like dropping into water sound. Yeah, the, the weird zipper zone. <laughs> it's upsetting. What is Bucciarati's flesh? I don't. I don't know. I don't know what his flesh is anymore. I don't think the stand affects human like insides until. It hits something solid. No, no, that's not right. Uh, it does whatever a zipper does. There we go. We got it. <laughs> it's the zipper it's, zone. It's, it's the zipper dimension is weird in that it appears to like still function as like if they were together. Like because when he took off that one guy's head, like that didn't just kill him. You know, sometimes yeah. blood spurts out. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I guess. I guess sometimes when you unzip things, they are still connected, uh, theoretically, and then sometimes metaphorically, un- and then sometimes he he severs that that metaphorical connection. I, I don't know, I don't know. Don't think about it. Yeah, don't think about it. Uh, hey, hey, you didn't think about it while you're watching it. You're having a good time. I am yeah. having a good time. <laughs> you're having a good time. Don't think about it. You're gonna have a bad time. <laughs> Just. Bukarati breakdance zippering himself yeah. out he's trying to avoid the arm hook. unraveling yeah, just, as he's trying to noodle it around. <laughs> spiraling the zipper up his arm. It's so good. He so fl- good. flops over and it still gets in there. Like, this is the kind of thing that we, we wish we had all the time, right? Yeah. It's just somebody clearly very comfortable with their power using it in cool ways. God. Oh, I thought you just like meant like have it in real life. Like, I know there's a Snickers in the other room, and I don't want to go get it. So I gotta throw out the old fishing line. I gotta get to the heart of the Snickers. <laughs> oh, no. I thought you were gonna talk. You were talking about like opening up a zipper in the wall to reach through and grab the Snickers. <laughs> sticky fingers. <laughs> yeah, real I mean, sticky yes. fingers right there. <laughs> 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 How lazy can you be with the stand power? If <laughs> you see Home Alone 2 where they try to be the sticky bandits. <laughs> That's very smart, Marv. 
You bust out of jail to rob 14 cents from a Santa Claus? Every little bit helps. Besides, now we got our new nickname. We're the Sticky Bandits. <laughs> that was one scene, and I know what you're talking about. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what I hate more. <laughs> no, I don't know. I knew I would get somebody t- with that. <laughs> well, the one that's not Joe Pesci wraps tape on his hand and steals from the freaking Salvation Army pocket. <laughs> there will be the sticky bandits. Instead of the wet bandits, like they Instead were in the, the first bandits, movie. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I left the water he, on. he just sticks his tape-covered hand into a like a bucket of coins. <laughs> Comes away with probably like like two seventy-seven or something, and just like <laughs> God. So he's whipping Bukarati around on this train, and you gotta tire him out so you can reel him in, Joey. Yeah, but obviously, so there's something coming over the train and it's going to fuck like do the thing that happens in train fights or it's going to take Bukarati out, but he unzips the top of the train and flips it up to block it. This is just cool shit that he's going to do with the stand. Mm -hmm. It's good shit. It is very neat. I I do appreciate this. Rocky, do you just have to like not for a couple of fights so you can <laughs> when it matters? I don't get it. He's got to build up that so, good so, idea juice. Yeah, so here's what's been happening. He's actually been working on this fight for a while, but like in the meantime, he still has deadlines. And so, <laughs> <laughs> I guess that makes sense. <laughs> so uh, Bruno's on the inside of the train, and Pesci's mad. <laughs> yeah. Appropriately so. And he's going to fucking destroy Bruno. And it's great. And I love it. Just the close-up of that hook going for Bruno's heart. It's yes. just... Don't like I, it. I, and then I gotta Bruno tell does you, something insane. I'm emotionally affected every time it shows me the... It, like, the, the fucking hook inside of a human person. <laughs> every single time. Like, so just, just, like, wiggling around Tim, in there. Me, for three episodes, has just been in pain. You know what that reminds me of, Tim? Do something, do something, not that, not that. Okay. <laughs> what could that possibly remind you of? Oh, nothing. I just dropped it in now. Don't worry. <laughs> if we don't talk about it, it doesn't exist. Oh, no. I laughed like that because it's going to sound great coming out of it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's the mummy trap tip. I know. <laughs> Bruno's like the only way I'm gonna survive this is with a greater resolve than this man, because he's the dangerous one, and just punches the shit out of the fishing line to unzip himself to pieces. I, hardcore. Fuck yes. Fuck yes. Really hardcore. Yeah. It's also to confuse Pesci at the same time. So Pesci, like, he's like, "What the fuck happened? Where is he? What? The, what is? What's going on?" Mm-hmm. Just I don't sense him anywhere else. I I do like that. Uh, number six, uh, Sex Pistols is being used as like, I don't Just know, to talk. Yeah, to narrate it out. Like, for Bruno to have somebody to talk to to explain to me, the idiot, what's going on. He's speedwagon. Like, he's yeah. a stand speedwagon. He's speedwagoning it up right now. Like, really. Standwagon. Sex pistols. <laughs> this is oh. what it means to show resolve it is to cut up your body real, real good. It, he's like, keep it down, number we, six. I'm trying to wait him out. And we get scenes of Pesci panicking while cutting back to Bruno trying to play dead, essentially, to spook him into retracting it. And it's, this is good. This has been like three episodes setting up for maybe like this yeah. one good tense scene and, of and the Velociraptor just like waiting around so the corner. Good. And Pesci yeah. was like, no, no, I got to keep calming the situation. Uh, Prosciutto would get angry with me if I uh, didn't keep my cool right here. And he gives Bruno a little bit more line as he... As he drapes his fucking hook and line over like the whole cabin that Bruno fell into. And uh, 
ruins an old man. <laughs> it just rips his heart out of his fucking chest. It was probably a, a normal man. <laughs> just, just a dude. Just a dude. Just uh, yoinks the heart straight out of his chest. I fucking gruesome. I Brutal. really love Pesci's power. Like <laughs> this, this good. This is a good bit. It's really cool. How is a fishing rod this cool? Oh, but I don't it's know. just like it's just the way it's just like going all around in random directions, like a fucking like Windows XP screensaver. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're talking about how cool this stand is, but um. Uh, mm, purple could do this. Purple <laughs> could in fact do this. In a heartbeat, could do this. <laughs> in a heartbeat. Uh, I get it. <laughs> You're welcome. Bruno stops his own heart like fucking Jotaro. He chop, it, like he oh. zips it in half in order oh, yeah. to keep it from beating, so that this uh, fishing line doesn't find it. Yeah, Pesci's line falls over top of it, and for a second. <laughs> For a second, Pesci is like, a weakened heartbeat? What? And without even, like, no time at all, Bruno's just like, karate chop. He karate chops it, and it falls <laughs> in on. half like it was a piece of jello. Come on, you can't use your stand to just hold it and keep it from beating. <laughs> <laughs> like a real man. <laughs> you didn't even have to project it inside you. you the heart was right there. <laughs> you could have just reached right in to the zipper zone. <laughs> uh, so... Now is our, uh, I don't know, stopwatch of, okay, holy shit, Bruno's going to die, but if Pesci waits too long, uh, Prosciutto's going to die, and that means that the Bruno crew is going to get up and wreck his shit. So there's a huge timer going on right now that's really, like, tensing up the situation. Oh, it's, it's good. And then, like, yeah, Pesci, this is where Pesci, you know, returns to Mamone. And no. like starts letting his his emotions get the better of him. He's panicking, <laughs> he, and he runs. And like the the train goes around a bend right as Bruno goes to reassemble his heart, right to to, to put his broken heart back together, and unzip my heart, Bruno. <laughs> <laughs> Say you love me again. <laughs> we start seeing Stan smoke. No, no! it's a hundred percent two every time. Oh, no. <laughs> Victor. Did There's you no think Bruno was going to die here? No, Ooh, no. Really? I believed that they were that they that Araki would kill Mista. I like this. The story cannot continue without Bruno. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're right. This this uh, this group of idiots would not get much further than this. <laughs> like he's he's great. the capo. What is Jordo going to do? <laughs> Control Abakio. Not happening. <laughs> Bruno just soloed the two most dangerous stages we've seen. <laughs> like, um, uh, so uh, Pesci starts kicking the console, like just all the levers, starts kicking the shit out of it. Eventually, kicks the emergency brakes, uh, skidding this train to a halt, and and causing all of the the Bucciarati meat chunks to slide together. Funniest yeah. part of the fucking episode. <laughs> Just him just wailing on the console with his foot. <laughs> and he accidentally saves Bucarati. Yeah, he couldn't have known. He, it, this was technically the right play. This was the high percentage play. He couldn't have known that it was actually the five percenter that Bucarati needed. Because uh, he runs off the train screaming for his brother. And then... Unzips train. Bruno is exiting the train adjacent to a door, by the way. There is literally a door. Two, like, one foot away. He would have had to exit the room he was in and go around that wall to get to the door, Nope, that door is definitely in the same room. He is in the hallway right now. I need you to see how close this is. It wouldn't have been as dramatic, Joey. There is less than a foot between him and the door. Maybe he can't get the door open. Yeah, it's locked shut. Joey, I believe what you're looking for is to be an asinine asshole. <laughs> Just enjoy Bruno using his powers because it's, it's the super intimidation fucking... factor. I, I hope somebody get fired for that one. No, <laughs> <laughs> this is some sort of magic zipper. It's yes, it is. <laughs> it is a magic zipper. That's what stands. You know how I know it's magic? It fucking doesn't get jammed ever. <laughs> what would that mean? 
<laughs> you ever like cross threaded a zipper by mistake? What a brute that zipping you back up. Oh no. No. Oh, no. Like, oh, just, no. I'm just imagining a Bakio's hand just like oh. <laughs> just the tab broke off. <laughs> and now he he just doesn't have feeling in like his ring finger and pinky finger. <laughs> it's okay. This is some good doodles, Tim. Yeah. Wait, I mean... wait, she has the she has the math skirt in that doodle. Oh hey. Yeah, of course. She she Maybe didn't have that from. outfit in the the manga before. Yes, she did. No, uh, I think no, ori- that's the first time we've seen it. Originally, she didn't. Hmm. Okay. So we we get this showdown once again. He's man money because his brother's there. He's got to show off for big bro. Give him a good send off to the afterlife. And like, how does the stand fight keep going and still be this good? Oh, I don't the know. Final showdown. It's, it's amazing. Like, they have like a big uh, stare down, and Butrati is like, I can see the resolve in his eyes. I won't be able. He won't. Uh, I won't be able to fool him. As he just does this whip that cuts open Bukarati's leg, and he does the like, huh? I didn't think you'd be able to see through that attack. Like, <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> okay, man. It's yeah, it's me, boy, girl. And then, and then they have the stare down, and. He makes the mistake. He does the thing that Prosciutto told him never to do. He starts talking about it instead of just killing him. He shouts, yep. I'm going to kill you. God. Yeah. <sighs> I went straight but, for your heart but, instead of going yeah. through the arm. He he sinks that that hook directly into the guy's heart. Like, it, through, it's fucking brutal. Through both of Bushrati's arms. It's crazy. It's so good. Because he's like, uh, now that I... When I know I don't miss, I'm going to take the shot. You know, like, before I did that to play it safe. But I don't need to anymore. He sounds so cool right now. He does! It's a shame that Zipperman's just a strong stand. <laughs> so good. Yeah, smarter than, look, Bucciarati drinks his milkshake because he's smarter than him, alright? Like, yeah. <laughs> this is how Star Platinum would have beat him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, so, he just counterpunches here. Like he he waits for Pesci to to like try to like reel in the heart. He leans into it, use like like creates slack in the line, and then uses it to fucking wrap it around Pesci's neck. Question mark. And just <laughs> <laughs> cranks it. Oh, it's yeah. so it fucking really brutal. Twists this guy's neck. It, it's like not like snapped. Is it snapped? I can't yeah. tell what this yeah. is. It's oh, yeah. definitely fucked. It's fucked. It's going the wrong way. It's fu- there. You go. He fucks that neck, like we all been wanting to for the past three episodes. No, Grant, uh, Grant specifically. But. Okay. <laughs> I just I'll wanted to that. caress it. Okay. I don't want to mm. fuck it. I don't want to fuck it. That's weird. That's weird. What you said. Yeah. He just and the, Feshi has one last desperation play with his neck. 90 degrees in the wrong fucking direction. <laughs> yeah, he spills Trish out onto the ground from the turtle, and he's like, huh, you may get away with her today, but I'm going to uh, do you one uh, better and kill all of your friends. Hell yes. I'm here for it, Pesci. Do it. <laughs> Unfortunately, Zipperman's got a fucking zoom punch. Launches his <laughs> fist at him. Man. Oh, this is such a good sequence. And then he, he just, gets a solid fucking uh, sticky fingers beat down. He uses the zoom punch stand and re-zips it to drag Pesci to him. And then just in midair, unzips uh, him into a million pieces. <laughs> and then he just, he just ices him with the... I love the super stylized font for the subtitle of Sayonara Da at the bottom. It's so, I, this is so good. This mm. is like a top three. Like, you know, I, I say top five, but top three fights probably. <laughs> like Spicy. That's this that's going to be a much harder argument, but I I'm with you. I, I mean, like I don't I don't know if I agree with you yet, but I am I am willing to like go you, down you that saw, conversation. You saw Bruno go Arriva Derchi at the end, <laughs> yeah. like, that, like that was the fucking end scene. 
Ugh, yeah. oh, it's, it's, it's real with the good, two man. fingers like salute. Just mm. <laughs> the sticky. I don't like the phrase "sticky finger salute." Thank you. you, you <laughs> I, that's not that what I five. said. That is not what I said. I said two finger salute, but <laughs> he doesn't change what I said. <laughs> he does. You are the problem, Joey. <laughs> he or def- am I the solution? He Sorry, definitely chums a chums a pond with uh, the bits of uh, <laughs> pesci, which is a fitting end for the fish. He makes he makes a fish soup. Oh. <laughs> and at the end, Trish is like, "What the fuck is going on?" Which leads to a very good question: Has Trish just accepted the fact that she's been in a turtle? Like, yes. What the, what does she think is happening? She has no idea what a stand is. Uh, yeah, like she, she's got I a little bit of Standor in near the end. I Why have to imagine that aging? somebody tried to explain to her in like layman's terms what a stand is, and that weird shit was going to happen if anybody caught up to them. But like, I clearly not. <laughs> I don't think anybody explained anything to her. I, I like, feel like they like, gave her like a really bad explanation that she ignored no. and didn't make uh, sense in the I first don't place. Think, she, I feel like. Like, Bucciarati says, like, we haven't been uh, permitted to tell you anything. Oh, yeah, that's a that's a good point. She's like, 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 what the hell is going on? Like, why why am I being pursued? And why am I seeing weird shit now? And also, why did I just burn a fucking handprint into the ground that is, like, seven times the size of my hand? Um, and, uh, <laughs> you know what? I, doesn't matter. She shouldn't be able to do this, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like oh, Narancha, like she asked Narancha first, and he gave him like he gave her like the worst unreliable narrator explanation. I'm not sure Narancha knows what stands are. Yeah, it's just like oh, you mean like this? And he goes to summon little bomber, and she can't see it, and she's like, "What are you doing? What are you doing? You don't see my you don't see my RC plane." <laughs> she is holding it together surprisingly well not having a break why is everyone getting old and why is ice fixing it why are we in a turtle <laughs> what why is my top two straps <laughs> am i already a stand user <laughs> it's like she was clearly like nobody could look like that and not be a stand user yeah you guys were like yeah. yeah you guys were like oh we don't know she's a stand user like, look, know at, look at this bitch Bucciarati is finally dawning on him like is she a stand user a steward maybe yeah, did, did, Bruno, did, you know... did the mathematic skirt give it away <laughs> Maybe she's a math teacher. <laughs> she's fourteen. <laughs> Maybe she just really likes math. She's a she's a, a mathlete. And then the episode ends with Malone being menacing, which means yeah. next episode's gonna feature Malone, babyhead, and babyface, babyhead. Oh, I love you. You are the I worst. cannot believe that's the localization they made. <laughs> I cannot fucking believe it. Worst stand? Worst stand? No, oh, there's, there's probably a worse stand. Hello. <laughs> I'm like, struggling right now. But there are like... weaker stands. I don't think there are worse stands. <laughs> um, It's not good. Don't worry about it. Let's let Victor decide. Let's not but curse it'll be him. It'll be fun. Will it? I think. It's oh, been we'll a while since I've seen this next episode. Well, prepare for... um. You know what? I won't give the game away. Anyway, Victor, I, I ha- I'm contractually obligated to ask at the end of every episode, how'd you like it? <laughs> this episode was so fucking amazing. I cannot yeah. believe it. Like, it's, it's so just good. like, I kept... Ex- like, every part of me kept expecting it to go off the rails in a terrible way, right? And yeah. it... It just doesn't. It just does everything it should. I I cannot believe it. I, I, I'm surprised. It, it ramps up in a surprisingly like believable way each and every time, and every single turn feels earned. <laughs> and I I don't know. I, it makes Bruno the main character, which he should have been this whole time. Nope. <laughs> this yeah, isn't JoJo's bizarre adventure. It gives me a lot of the two stands I like the most this season, which is Sex Pistols and Sticky Fingers. Bruno's and it does baby it really well. Adventure. So I'm they, like, like, definitely here for it. It's sort of a two-on-two fight, which we never get. 
the mute like the sound design i can't go on about enough the music just it a plus it, a it's fucking a, plus it's, it's a two-on-two two fight and not even like in like the traditional sense it's like two-on-two two if it was a tag fighter like <laughs> yeah <laughs> tag team match <laughs> well thank you all for watching where can we find everyone you can find me on Twitter at Los Grantalinus. That's Los underscore Grantalinus. You can find me, Tim, at Big Blue Zam, where I'll be posting sweet Trish doodles. It's a good doodle. Yeah, I can tell you doodles. that. It's a good doodle. They're good doodles, Tim. You can find me on Twitter at TF Waffleman and find the podcast on Twitter at Joe Star All Stars. Give us a follow, get your updates, and of course, get your. Sp- your podcast episodes excuse me <laughs> in the usual places spotify <laughs> itunes apple Podcasts, pandora joestar allstars.fireside.fm and if you want to contact us feel free to send something to joestar allstars at gmail.com uh like subscribe send leave us a five-star review sh- tell a friend uh we really appreciate each and every one of you for listening you're the real heroes send yeah. us some hate mail so joey has to read it yeah, yeah. it's joey's turn please don't send hate mail <laughs> <laughs> people are generally like always sweet we really appreciate it we read them and it puts a smile on our faces we hope we put a smile on y'all's uh also you can contact us at the official unofficial discord server set up by doon it's pinned in twitter yeah please We're join there. join We're the around. discord server maybe if we get enough people i'll put together something cool <laughs> yeah high high, so from the high highs of this episode just the highest like maybe the contender for best fight we get the next episode with malone and his his stand I that think does things. I think you're going to like it this time. <laughs> I, I'm going to like the rape laptop. Yes. The, the what? Don't worry you about it. You heard me. No, Don't I didn't. I, those, that was not comprehensible language to me. Rape laptop? I need to say it again. I I don't like what I heard, no. You're not going to like what you see either. <laughs> Don't oh, no. worry about it. Oh, oh no. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I hate Malone so much. Yeah. Everybody does. It's not going to be hard to come up with the words for next episode, though. I don't know. You already kind of <laughs> took rape laptop. <laughs> no, that, that's just going to be it. It's don't... the most upsetting thing in the episode. <laughs> no. No, it would I just be Malone be that. <laughs> yeah, if you could <sighs> stop, like, not use that. That'd be great. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see where the spirit takes me. (laughs) Thank you all for watching. This is Joe Star All Star signing out for all of you man Monet nerds out there. (laughs) All you shredded ham nerds out there. (laughs) Uh, Say goodbye, Joe. Yeah, goodbye, Joe. Arriva Dirty. Arriva Dirty. Arriva Dirty. As I, as I told Acacia, it's like, I'm going to go face down to that pillow so hard I drill a hole through the opposite wall. Like I, <laughs> I, I always imagine the Yamcha pose when I get tired like that. <laughs> Just into the bed. <laughs> Just dead Yamcha into bed. Like, I want to sleep like a Cyberman sent me there. <laughs> That's the good sleep. Oh. <laughs>